Welcome back. Finally, it's been such a long time since I've recorded an episode for my podcast. And I've even rebranded it, renamed it to the one with just reason being. I was tired of the Mondo and numbers. I think this one fits me more. And I've been watching a lot of friends. So it kind of inspired the title for this. So this episode is going to be the one with just the scariest creepy pastas. I'm a big creepy pasta guy. I love creepy pastas. For a while, especially on road trips, every single night I would um read scary stories, creepy pastas. I would go on creepypasta.com, read a bunch of stories. They would be so long, but I would not care. I would have the time of my life just reading these scary stories. So without further ado, actually, no. Actually, yeah, let's just get into it. I was gonna talk about Christmas and all that stuff, but Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. All that jazz, let's get into it. Of course, number one is probably not the number one scariest one, but it's one of the most famous ones out there is the Slender Man. The Slender Man, as we all know, I'm pretty sure everyone knows, it is a ghoul. It's a really, really tall, skinny creature, monster guy thing. Faceless ghoul, as it's explained. There's even his own movie, and there's a bunch of video games made of him. He basically stalks kids well really in the woods anyone but he mostly feeds off kids because kids are naive and when kids believe in him more that's when he'll come and and take them essentially this story is a not is not a narrative one but a pseudo historical look at this monster's history with humanity that is tied into several uh, several other creepypastas yes i read that off a little uh, the Slender Man Wikipedia page, yes, because I'm not going to remember every little detail about him. <laughs> but yes, look, the Slender Man preys on children and those who become obsessed with his existence. So basically, that means don't go becoming obsessed with Slender Man, looking into his, uh, what would you say, his past, essentially his history, because then he'll come after you. So you don't want that because if he comes after you, you're pretty much screwed. I've never seen the movie, but I heard really, really, really bad reviews about it. So, yeah, no thanks. I'm not going to watch that. The Tall Man, that's also another name for the Slender Man. Suggested stories featuring the Slender Man include the Tall Man and the Marble Hornets videos. Yeah, all those things, yeah. So, if you want to go read about this story and about this uh, creepypasta, the Slender Man, I highly, highly recommend it. And... There's actually a real world story about the Slender Man or involving him about this 12 year old, about 12, three 12 year old girls. One of them was, you know, sadly killed by two of her other friends. They were, she was lured into the woods while they were playing hide and seek. And in, a, in an attempt to please the Slender Man, the other two 12 year old girls just stabbed the the other 12 year old girl the one that they dragged into the woods 19 times and left her there so that they could please the slender man and that's actually what they told cops and deputies so like that's messed up but she ended up not dying the the, the girl who was stabbed 19 times ended up recovering from her injuries so that's actually really good really really good <laughs> anyways let's move on to number Two, I'm going down a list right now, so I'm just going to choose my favorite ones, the ones that I actually know of, so I can speak of, on them on my behalf and read a little bit off of them also. Number two, in my opinion, is Robert the Doll. 
this one's terrifying. I think this is an actual like an actual thing. Like this is a real life doll. Robert the doll is pretty much the guy or the male version of the Annabelle doll. The Annabelle doll is you know the super haunted doll, and there's been many movies made from her or of her. There's the Annabelle movie. There's the Conjuring movies, and I think there's another movie coming out in the next year or in two years. But Robert the doll is an actual doll. The myths surrounding him vary, especially since it became so popular on the internet. The doll was given to artist Robert Eugene Otto in the late 1800s or early 1900s by a servant working in his family home. The doll, which he named after himself, Robert, obviously Robert the doll, took a life of its own and began to terrorize the family. Otto said it. Otto is said to have kept his doll into adulthood and has subsequently tormented his late wife to insanity. When the doll was found by another family, the girl to whom it was given was terrified of it and refused to have it in her room. Ooh, I get the chills just thinking about this story. The doll is currently residing in the Fort East Martello Museum in Key West, Florida. Visitors must ask Robert politely, politely, if they want to take his photo. If they mock him or take his photo without them, or take his photo without permission, Robert is said to lay a curse on them. Ooh, that's scary. I've actually read into quite a few of the stories that Robert the doll of Robert the doll, and it will start off at first with things moving around the house or Robert the doll walking around the house. Then there's a story about Robert the doll actually choking a dog. Poor dog, but. There's many more you should look into them. They're terrifying. This guy or this thing. You don't I don't mess with, you know, the supernatural, paranormal, haunted dolls, all this stuff. I don't I don't really mess with that. Okay, so let's go to number three. In my opinion, the Russian sleep experiment. <clears throat> well, voice crack. The Russian sleep ex experiment is pretty much self-explanatory. It was a in the experiment conducted oh that just scared me <laughs> i just scrolled down i was scrolling and i just saw a scary picture and scared the bollocks out of me basically this is a story of a uh, inmates who were given like this they, they were trapped inside of this room with beds and they were given uh like a gas so that they never fell asleep for for days and days and there was scientists and experiments being done on them to see how long they could go and see what would happen and see their reaction so I'm going to read it off of this a little bit. So shortly after World War II, five political prisoners are subjected to an experiment in which they have to remain awake for 30 days in a tank filled with an experimental gas. There, there you go. As with most science gone wrong stories, the test subjects begin to lose their minds among a number of gruesome symptoms. The horror does not end when the experiments try. The horror does not end when the experiments try to save their subjects. Subjects far from it. Just know that this story may not be appropriate if you are screamish or dislike gore. Oh yeah, this story is really messed up. I believe on YouTube, if you look up the sign, the Russian sleep experiment, um, I think there's like a little short movie made of this, so you could probably watch it on there. I've actually seen it, and it's really messed up. Or there's like a variation of it, like like a different version made of it, but it's basically inspired by the Russian sleep experiment, and it's really really messed up. The the prisoners, one of them dies. I think they start eating each other, you know. And then when the they send in some military personnel in there to try and like take them out, 
and they finally do. I think the one of them ends up dying because the prisoner or the yeah the prisoners kill him. They start eating each other, start being cannibals, and then they finally take him out, and they end up dying because they when they go to sleep they end up dying because they had to give them uh, sedate them so they could finally fall asleep after so long. <laughs> messed up, really, really, really messed up story. Uh, I highly recommend it. Though. These are really good stories. I know that I'm saying it's scary and stuff, but they're really good. Up next, number four, it's Jeff the Killer. Another very, very famous story, creepypasta, that I'm pretty sure a lot of us know of. Jeff the Killer, first of all, the picture in itself is terrifying. It's like a way scarier version of the Joker from the DC Universe. So Jeff the Killer, uh, this basic story concerns Jeff, a serial killer who hides in the closet. <clears throat> and whispers go to sleep to its victim before slaughtering everyone in the household. Even more disturbing is his appearance. Ooh, he has a huge grin and small little as eyes because he actually cut you know into his cheeks to always permanently smile and he burned his uh, eyelids off so he never falls asleep. He is one of the most recognizable creepypastas with his eerie stare posted across forums. His origin story, this is how he came to be the story, involves a fight that resulted in a chemical burn on his face and caused him to suffer a mental break. Soon after, he murdered his family and disappeared into the night to make a guest appearances in your nightmares. Like who? Freddy the Krueger. Yep, just like that. All right. So there's a couple more stories. There's Smile Dog. Oh, I actually forgot about this one. Smile Dog. This up next is Smile Dog, you know, as you can probably tell. If there's any story on this list that best captures the message, be careful what you wish for. Smile Dog is it. Oh, yeah. I read into this actually like a month ago. It's really recent and it's terrifying. Just listen to this. The creepypasta deals with an image posted on an old bulletin board system back in, the, in 1992 called Smile.jpg. Those who saw the image either disappeared or died. Save, one, save for one. Mary E., who the narrator goes to interview. What he eventually learns is that some things, even simple pictures, are better left as mysteries than dealing with the horrifying truth. In case you were wondering, the story does come with an accompanying image, but you may not want to see it after reading the full story, though in the end, you may not have a choice. Basically, this creepypasta is about a picture of a very terrifying-looking dog it's kind of like the dog version of Jeff the Killer. And as soon as you look at the picture, it's pretty much days. You're, you're, it's done, so you're done. Your life is over with. In the few days or maybe in that instant, I mean, in a couple hours, you're going to disappear. But most likely, you're just going to die. How? No one knows. You just, you just are. Like, there's no... You don't have a choice. That's it. So you can look this picture up, but be warned you may not want to <laughs> um and there's a few other creepy pastas here oh yeah yeah okay number five i think or six the rake this one's scary you can look at a picture of the rake it just looks terrifying this monster may not be as famous as his cousin the slender man but he sure is just as creepy oh dude the rake is terrifying the rake is a humanoid creature that is completely pale hairless and has a thirst for human flesh He's like a Wendigo, essentially, to, in, my, in my eyes. According to Know Your Meme, this creature originally created in 
a board where someone opened the make your own monster thread. The description that eventually became a part of the rake was no apparent mouth, pale skin, six feet tall when standing, but usually crouches and walks on all fours, no nose, no mouth, and many other disturbing physical features. Eventually, this creature played a central role in many creepypastas. Most of these stories primarily involved documented encounters with a monster, and more often than not, the person dealing with the rake never makes it out alive. That scary. Oh, man. Oh, I just, okay, I just scrolled down a little more. I know about this one, but I did not know this was a creepypasta. This creepypasta is called The Expressionless, and I don't even want to read it. That's how scared I am. And look this picture up, or look this creepypasta up, and the picture itself, and it looks like a doll. It looks like a fake person. So, in this creepypasta, a creepypasta classic, a woman is wearing a white gown that was covered in blood, stumbled into a hospital in 1972. According to the nurse who is recounting this event, she said she said that this woman had the appearance of a mannequin. And if you look at the picture, she literally looks like a mannequin. It doesn't even look real, but was very much human-like in her movement and mannerisms. After throwing a kitten, she had clamped in her jaws on the ground. Doctors and nurses rushed the woman into a hospital room for evaluation. Little does the hospital staff know that they have no idea who or rather what they're dealing with. This lady, this creepypasta is so creepy. Like It gave me the chills when I read it. It's a very short. It's like a very short story. You could literally probably read it in a page. But it's so messed up. Basically, that lady, that mannequin lady thing ends up biting one of the nurses or doctors that's helping her like sedate them and stuff. Sedate her. She bites them with teeth, 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 teeth that are like sharks, super, super sharp. They're not even human teeth. Bites her in the neck. I believe she bleeds out. And she says that she is God. That anything that has to do when creepypasta scary stories have to do with religion or bring God into the mix, please keep me far, far away from that. I know there's people out there that don't believe in that, but I was I when I was raised up as a kid in church, so I kind of believe in that. Regardless of what your opinion is, you know, I'm sure you could have you may not believe in it. I don't really, you know, care. Like, you know, we all have, you know, it's not going to affect my lifestyle. So you can have your own opinion, you know, no, no, no pressure there. But as she says that she's God and that when I read that, that's pretty much the end of the story. It freaked me out unless there's more to it that I missed. It freaked me out. I was like, yeah, maybe I should not be reading these stories at four in the morning. (laughs) That's never a good idea. But, you know, YouTube, you always fall into the, the dark side of the Internet the worst times at 3 a.m., the time when the dead is walking at night. I'm terrifying. But I think we're going to stop talking about creepypastas for now because I have freaked myself out. So let's change the topic to a little bit of a more fun topic. Um, Christmas. Christmas just passed a couple of days ago. Today is the, let me check my phone, 28th. Three days ago was Christmas. And I actually had a lot of fun Christmas. I actually, this year, I actually got a lot of... Uh, well, every year I get good presents, but this year I got a lot of unexpectedly very good presents. Like, I've been trying to up my ante, up my gaming setup a lot more, and I, I've been doing that. I recently got the Xbox. I bought myself the Xbox Series X. I have a really good monitor, which I actually need to change for a new one so it could fully support the capabilities of the Xbox Series X. I have a ring light, and for this Christmas, 
I got a Blue Yeti mic, which is what I'm using to record this podcast. So hopefully it sounds good. I got a streaming webcam. I got a vlogging camera. I got a new timepiece. I got a beard trimmer. I got money. I got, um, I think that's all I got. I think I might be missing something, but it's not like when I was a kid, I would get so many presents. No, but it's not like that. Obviously I'm a grown, I'm a little grown up now, but like these presents were amazing. Like I needed all these things. Like I love all these things. I was so happy in my room. I was like, wow, I'm so happy I got these presents. So I'm very thankful for that. And I just need to buy myself. My girlfriend actually says she's going to buy me an L desk and I just need to get myself some LED lights, and I need to get myself uh, a brand new Mac, a new computer, so I could edit and stream way better and easier and do all that jazz. I want to start streaming more using this uh, camera to stream a lot more. And I'm going to get some, myself some LED strips, lights, so I could set them all, all around my room so when I stream, it's not plain and vague and boring. So let's hope I get that soon. And I uh, two days ago, I ordered like $90 worth of auxiliary cords and plugins for my xbox and from my mic and stuff so i can connect everything the way i wanted to so yeah okay sorry i had to mute my mic for a little bit my mom was calling me i guess the i guess they didn't know that i was recording a podcast but it's fine so my food's ready i'm gonna go eat and we're at about 17 minutes, which is not too bad. I think I'm going to start recording my uh, podcast when I get an SD card for my camera, which I also have to order. I'm going to start recording my podcast. So I could post them on YouTube and on, you know, Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all, all those app, uh, podcast platforms. So I think it'll be a little more enjoyable if you could see me talking and doing all these movements with my hands and reading things off my computer. I'll you know, all that good stuff. And hopefully if I start growing this a little more, start having some uh, some guests, some of my friends on here, my girlfriend on here. Maybe that'll be really fun. Have my girlfriend on a podcast. Have some good conversations. My friends, I have my com- have some crazy talks with my friends. So, yeah, you know, almost a 20-minute episode for finally being back after, a, what, a month? So we're going to make this a weekly thing again. Got to make it a weekly thing. Going to make that a 2021 uh what is resolution so with all that being said this has been another installment of my podcast the one with just the scariest creepy pastas part one i'll see you guys in the next one